from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. UNC plays the second worst team in the ACC tonight. That's looking at standings. But let's be real. It's a tune-up game for Duke on Saturday. Uh, I like. Uh, should we sit here and spend six minutes on what North Carolina has to do to, to beat Georgia Tech? I don't think so, right? I, I think uh, in, in a lot of ways, they don't have to be bring even like their, their B-plus game to, to beat Georgia Tech. It's pretty simple. Man for man, we're better than them. Go be it. Yeah, go, okay. go, go beat your guy. Got it. Uh, and, and I don't say that to be disrespectful to Georgia Tech. I say that to, to say when you play one of – when you're the top team, when you're the top dog, right, when you are the number one team in the ACC – your, your challenge is making sure you stay locked in, making sure you show up, making sure you don't think about the game exactly how I just described it, which is your challenge. That's your burden to bear. But also, you know, when you believe in, in, in your good breaks, right? Believe in the fortuitous bounces that come your way. On a, on a Tuesday before you play Duke on Saturday in a top 10 in the country matchup, uh, you have a game that you can use to you – know, for lack of a better term, get right even though you weren't getting wrong, right? It's it's a get right game even though you, you don't have much to get right from because you've been playing well. Georgia Tech, I mean, we, we can talk about their, their resume, right? They beat Duke back on December 2nd, and they beat Clemson in overtime. That's, that's it for their ACC triumphs. Uh, they got smacked by Virginia Tech. They, they got handled by Pitt. They lost by nine to UVA. Again, closer than you think at Duke. Uh, so, you know, if you take away the Duke games, uh, Georgia Tech's got a big problem. Uh, they lost to Notre Dame. They lost to Boston College. We can run through them all. It's not an impressive resume in conference. By far. But here's where I think it gets interesting, and here's where if I'm UNC, I might think, ooh, we could use this to our advantage. Georgia Tech's best big man is a freshman, Ndongo. He is 6'9". They don't really have anyone else that they, they give big minutes to or expect big pr- uh, production from that's taller than, than that. A freshman who is six feet, nine inches tall. They have some strength on the perimeter. They have a couple of guys that can give you, you know, in the teens. And then if they get hot shooting, can do some things. But down low is where they are vulnerable. Could this be a game that Armando Baycott wakes up? And I'm talking about wakes up scoring the basketball because he's uh, last I checked. And unless it's changed over the last day or two, he's leading the ACC in rebounding. Right. Yep, so, in rebounds per game and in conference play, Harrison Ingram is leading. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I, I think Armando Baycott. Oh, uh, overall games, for the season. Yes. Sorry. So, so Baycott, it's not like he's being un, uh, unproductive. But what I am saying is he has not had that game where everybody goes, oh, my goodness, Armando Baycott. And, uh, you know, you wonder how that makes teams uh, uh, kind of prepare for him. Right? You wonder how that makes teams prepare for UNC when they don't watch film and see the terrifying Armando Baycott of two, two years ago. Would it shake things up if Armando Baycott has a big game tonight against Georgia Tech, knowing that you know a, a fifth-year senior with all of his accolades and production should be looking at a team whose best big guy is a freshman, and and to use a term from uh, Shaquille O'Neal, should be thinking barbecue chicken. 
should be salivating, should be uh, getting ready to, to cook and eat. So I've, I kind of have two questions about this one. Could this be a game that Armando Baycott wakes up scoring the basketball? And then the second question is, does it need to be a game that Armando Baycott wakes up scoring the basketball? Right? Because uh, I said it earlier, I said it last week, that I'm I'm softening on my stance that to, to achieve big and lofty goals, UNC needs Baycott to be like an All-American, All-ACC top guy performer. At the beginning of the year, I did kind of think they needed him to be one of the best college basketball players in the country. But with the way R.J. Davis has emerged and been consistent and the way Harrison Ingram has filled in the holes elsewhere, I don't, I'm softening on my stance that Armando Baycott has to be a superhero for them to achieve big and lofty goals. I still think it's easier if he does. Right, I still, I still think it's easier if he puts together a couple wow performances that that we know live within his ability somewhere. I still think it helps, but I'm not sure it needs to. But what I would also say is, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to telegraph that to your opponents, right? If a couple times against Georgia Tech because yeah. it's there and it's available and, uh, quite frankly, it's easier against them than others, if you want to put together a big game, then at least you make the, the other team prepare for the possibility. You still have to respect the threat. Exactly. But the, but the threat has to continue to be there. If you're if you're Duke, you might be thinking, like, all right, we'll just put flip on him. But if as soon as you see a couple of Armando Baycott big performances or maybe one tonight, you're thinking, like, all right, we can put flip on him, but – uh, you know, hey, let's have Mitchell ready and, and let's have Sean Stewart ready and let's have Ryan Young ready. And, and you know, what are we going to do if he gets in foul trouble? And you just put more and more and more on their plate to prepare for. And I know that was very basic stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like Shire doesn't have a plan if Filipowski gets hurt otherwise or gets uh, yeah. in foul trouble otherwise. But it, it gets more detail. I'm just not going to get into the details. Because that would get monotonous. I could read a telephone book too, but I won't do that. This is a situation where... Why not, right? It's like, uh, you know, why not run the halfback pass as a football team against an FCS opponent early in the season, right? You probably don't need the halfback pass to win that game. But do you know what you do it for? You do it so every team you play from that point forward has to take four minutes in, in a walkthrough period later in the season and say, hey, just so you know, they have a halfback pass. This is how they lined up in it last time. And it's it's – that's it. It's just it's that's four minutes they're working on that that they're not working on something else. Something else they have to think about. So like, guess what? You're not gonna even though RJ Davis at this point hasn't really been able to be stopped, right? He's he's putting up twenty plus pretty consistently. You're not gonna surprise other teams with RJ Davis. Not this year. You could surprise him with Armando Baycott for thirty, right? No one's preparing for that because we haven't seen anything near it. And it's in there. Like it's possible. He's still Armando Baycott. So maybe they use Georgia Tech uh, and their their lack of experience and lack of production down low as a as a get right game for Armando, who hasn't like I don't want to say he's been like all wrong. He's not completely misaligned. He's still rebounding. He has some big games defensively. He's still playing big minutes. We just haven't seen that one big pop game yet uh, that I'm looking for from him in the ACC. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. NC State. Their 2023-2024 season is is on life support. And it, and it may the heart may have stopped beating a few times. Like Tonight is not even a must-win game. It is part one of a must-win-em-all stretch. Versus Miami tonight, versus Georgia Tech on Saturday, versus Pittsburgh next Wednesday, all at home. You need to win all three. Miami is middle of the pack. The other two are bottom of the pack. None of them are in the top six in the net rankings for ACC teams. And even if you win all three, I'm not even fully convinced that that would uh, make me believe you're off life support. You have to win all three to earn the right to have an opportunity to work your way back into the NCAA tournament discussion. You know, I've, I, I described it this way off air, and I think it makes sense. Uh, it's like you're, you're buy back into the game after you go busto in poker. Like you already lost. However much money you put on the table, it's gone. You're doing the walk of shame over to the ATM to get more cash to buy back in. And guess what? You have to win however much money you've already lost to get back to even, to get back to now maybe you can start making money. So right now, you're doing the walk to the ATM. You have to win these next three games. And I, if, I, if I was being you know a little bit more challenging, I would say you have to win them in a convincing manner. You have to win these next three games just to get back to the point where I'm like, all right, now the Wake Forest game matters. Now you can start your comeback. Right now you're out of the game. Right, you you need you need to go around three times uh, b- before you're even back in the game. It's that style. It's that level of desperate. You have to play well enough to win the next three games just to earn the right for the Wake Forest game to have a chance to start a comeback. And that that is a very complicated way to describe that, but it was the the, the best I could do. So tonight, you know, I've been calling for who's your best players. I've been calling for drastic changes. I've been calling for uh, Kevin Keats to do something that makes me pay attention. This is the part one of three. And, and you know, Dennis challenged me off air. He said, you know, uh, he said, yesterday you called for drastic changes from NC State. Mm-hmm. He said, what are the changes? I said, give me one. I <clears throat> I know. He choked up about it. He choked up thinking about it. I asked you one, you did. at least uh-huh. one. All right. I mean, that was ironic that I literally just got a, a piece of peanut stuck in my throat that I was eating peanuts earlier today. Okay. Um, I wasn't actually getting choked up about it, but I, I think certain fans might get choked up if they hear what I'm going to describe. Mm-hmm. I think you have to consider severely limiting DJ Burns' role. And and it's as much to do with Mo Diara and Ben Middlebrooks getting more of a role at that center position and I don't think it makes sense to play those guys with uh, DJ Burns simply because then you're you're really limiting your shooting on the floor. Heck, you're limiting your shooting on the floor even when you have all your shooters on the floor this year. So I I, I just I want to see what you know I want to see what that be like, <laughs> for lack of a better term. I I just want to see what it looks like 
when when the offense is is not running through DJ Burns because right now, you know DJ Burns brings his his struggles defensively, right? It's it's the he gets put in the pick and roll and it's and it's tough for him. There's uh, certain height advantages he gives up. It's 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 tough. And when the offense isn't cooking at a high level, I'm not sure I'm seeing the 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 value trade off, right? If you're playing your offensive minded players. Uh, and your offense isn't playing well enough to buoy the the detriments of your defense, maybe you play some of your defensive-minded players and say, how much will it hurt the offense? I really like Mo Diara. I really just – and he hasn't really gotten the opportunity to, to play a gigantic role, but he rebounds, he ends possessions that the other team has, and, you know, as far as a screener and a roller and those sorts of things, I think he can he can do a good enough job. I'm not sure, you know, playing O'Connell more, or I'm, I'm not sure, hey, Dennis Parker Jr. at the three nonstop. I'm not sure, uh, you know, taking the ball out of Casey Morsell's hands. I'm, I'm not sure any of that is a drastic enough change. So maybe, maybe, and by the way, this is one that Kevin Keats has to be confident in himself because, you know, DJ Burns is that kind of likable. DJ Burns is that kind of, of fan favorite. DJ Burns is somebody that everybody is very comfortable with. Kevin Keats would have to kind of, uh, you know, stick to his guns a little bit and say, I'm going to see how this goes and I'm going to see it through, even if there's some speed wobbles, right? Even if Diara doesn't score six points in the first half or whatever the, the, the bar is that we'll all arbitrarily set for him. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.